everyday leaders. Tonight is Thursday. It is March the 20, I don't know what day it is, the 25th. It looks like I'm getting so lost on my days. I am so excited. The Everyday Leaders platform is bringing to you once again, really fun, interesting guest. And tonight, Mike Knapp is joining us, which those of you that know me, I'm a Y coach and he is too. <laughs> so here we go. Look at him. How much fun in his sombrero. Mike, thanks for joining us tonight. No, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to the chat. This is so much fun. When we talk about why, why is our purpose? And we have been really settling into so much fun conversation before this broadcast, but a few weeks ago, we had some off time and we really got to know each other so much better on how we're using this technique with so many of our clients. And so you don't have to take that off. <laughs> oh, it, it gets hot. Come on. And as long as the glare isn't too bad. <laughs> so, um, so thank you for coming on tonight. And just if you can give our audience that's listening to us on LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook and whoever, wherever else they share it, right? Um, what's your story? What's your story about Mike? What gets you going in the morning? What's your why? Why do you love to show up for other people? Wow. Hopefully it won't be too long and boring. <laughs> um, I learned very, very young that giving your life to the service of others is truly how you how you find yourself um and my life has been exploration of that you know in my 20s i started my first business i failed i started another one i failed as well there's a monty python skit about falling and sinking into a swamp that comes out of this um but as i went and built and built and understood myself better i realized that service was just the start of it really for me it's all about creating those aha moments it's about being the teacher the coach the guide that helps people become the heroes of their own stories now you mentioned the why and i fell in love with the why the first time i saw it me so too. i work with leadership teams um and of generally the larger size of small to mid-sized business and one of the core things to getting that leadership team aligned and making a great team is first for them to be self-aware. Hmm. They, the more they understand their why, the better we can get the team aligned around the company's purpose and how they can contribute to make that happen. And that in itself is the first step to greatness for that business. Mm -hmm. So, I, and I spent the last few years diving into all sorts of different areas, and like I've done Disc, I've done all of these other platforms, but why just capture me because it's so simple mm -hmm. and so and i've only had one person ever say that's not it and by the way they were clarify <laughs> so my why is better way mm -hmm. and then my then how i do that is by is by taking tons and tons of information the racks of books behind me and everything else and making sense of it to develop something simple that I can teach, and it's so simple, it can become foundational for leaders and businesses to just get it. Mm -hmm. And it's so clear, right? The thing is, when you do the why, people say, well, there's all these assessments, and, and I've taken tons of them, and I teach a ton of them. However, this just seems to make sense. I know the last person that I talked to, Doreen, her why is make sense. And I think for me, as a challenge person, I say, well, can't you have a better way to do things? That's my how. 
because I really feel like, right, I really feel like people are in this box. They tend to believe what they believe and they don't push themselves outside of that comfort zone. And so um, listening to you and, and trying to identify with your clients, right, building a team of people, man, if you don't get this, and it's simple. It's not about reactionary behaviors mm-hmm. like the disc and some of those other ones are. This is how you operate, right? And so that's, I think, the clarifying difference for this. Uh, it's an interesting way to look at it. So I, I see them ha- working hand in hand with a lot of the other systems, you know. But my challenge, my challenge, the, <laughs> the issue I have Wait, with, it, with, that one. <laughs> with the issue I have with some of the other systems, like Myers Briggs, for example, mm-hmm. is it's so easy to game the system, and it's it ends up being this complicated really convoluted mess where it's going to take a half day for me to get a leadership team to have a general idea of how to leverage Myers-Briggs to elevate the team. I do can do a leadership team full wide discovery in an hour and having the, have them have really intelligent conversations about how the team fits and recognizing the benefits of the different members of the team and the weaknesses because we all have some weaknesses with it, um, so they, they're going. They can do it so fast. Just get it. Just, they don't have to worry about fifty-seven different archetypes. Um, it's it, it's simple, and as I said, it's always right. Mm-hmm. You know. So the, and that that is just that's worth it there. So it for me, it's foundational. It's in that first day with a client. We're, we do this. We start bonding the team, bring them together, understanding better, and we use that to build. The, the direction for the business based on it. Mm-hmm. And I think because like you said, it is clear and I've been working with so many clients now through the last several months and I, and I see it right when mm-hmm. they see it, it's like the light bulb comes on. I, I talk about this light switch that came on when I did my why. And I said, mm-hmm. Oh my God, that makes so much sense to me. <laughs> now I know why <laughs> now I get it. And, and, but you can use your power. We talked about superpowers a little bit ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right? When you know what your superpower is, go right ahead. <laughs> Mine is justice. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. When, when you know what your superpower is, it elevates you, but it also elevates everyone around you. And then you can apply it in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Just like when you know your weakness, you know, I'm better way. So my weakness is often getting things done and not having a thousand new ideas as I go. When I know that, I can, instead of me trying to fix that piece, I can find someone who's right way and contribute to help fill the gap for me. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at the Marcus Buckingham, uh, you look at strength finders, they all talk about leveraging your strength as much as possible and not trying to shore up the weakness. Instead, you, you look at it, you build your team so that they can, they can all contribute in their, in using their strengths. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's interesting is for years, and if before I took this assessment, Mike, I would have said, I'm a contribute. Like I just, mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew I was a contribute. I want to show up and I want to add value. That's what I believed was my, my real core value of why mm-hmm. I would sign on to do anything, to get a job, to interview for a job, to look for a job in the job postings, you know, to tell recruiters that's what I wanted to do. And then I learned differently that I was actually a challenge. And Mm -hmm. that completely made sense to everything that I was successful in, in my life, 
and career. It's why I did it. And so that changed my whole, like my whole mode of operation, right? My communication. And it started to have my clients actually turn their ears up and, and they could listen to me now because I was able to communicate clearly. This is mm-hmm. why I do what I do, not just to add value to you, but I'm going to challenge you beyond what you could ever believe. I'm going to push you beyond your limits. Sometimes maybe not very comfortable, but yet mm-hmm. that's the gift, right? And so when we step into that, that's what's been so powerful about this for me. And I think for every single person that does this and, and owns this as a, another, you know, just another assessment, it really absolutely is life-changing um, because I can, I can testify to that, right? My experience has been that it is just as you say, you see it differently. It's super easy and it's super clear. And then you can start to apply it super effectively. <laughs> so I, and I, and I find even the language that I choose use with the people around me based on knowing their why I can use their language a little bit more cleanly because mm-hmm. if if I'm pushing the better way side of me happens from time to time <laughs> but I'm doing and if I'm doing that with a clarified person I recognize that I need to go into a lot of detail and when they frustrate me clarify frustrates me because okay, I just want to move on and go and continue and they need more detail you know, my, I have this great, this question, I, what do you need so you can be clear? Mm-hmm. And they usually go, perfect. Go take that list. And what else? Right. Nothing cool. Let's move on. And, but if I didn't know they were clarify, it would just be irritating mm-hmm. because I, I want to run my thousand miles a minute. I want to go, 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 go. Take a breath. <laughs> But really, it does help you be a better communicator, right? Doreen was on here earlier, and she was talking about her steps to fearless speaking. Mm -hmm. And so uh, all about communication. And that's what we know is if you understand how you operate, then you have more patience for everyone else around you. You can add more value to them, and you can be more effective. Mm -hmm. And, And that's the key. And don't we all want that? I mean, really? Yeah. No, I actually, we just ran a, uh, a book club on, from a book from one of my favorite authors, Michael Bungay-Stanier. When you, and his whole concept is you want to stay curious longer. When you understand, have that self-awareness, when you know when your your better way and your make sense is going to push just a little bit, mm-hmm. you can take a moment and intentionally stay stay curious longer. Um, but if you don't know that, you may not understand why you want to jump and go and move further. And it may become more about you instead of about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what have you found? What's transitioned for you during COVID? Like what are, what are people looking for that's different than it was pre-COVID? Wow. I, I mean, there's going to be two sides of that. Because with every client that I work with, there's the business, and you can consider the business the ent- business entity, mm-hmm. and then there's the people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the business entities have needed more support, obviously. We need to be reducing um, planning cycles, thinking, still looking long-term, still focusing on, you know, what's way out there, 
but you need to be thinking month to month instead of quarter to quarter and year to year because things are changing so quickly. I mean, when you're talking about potentially reopening in a month, you need to have those plans in place. Your supply chain challenge, you have to have those plans in place. But the bigger deal is the support that the people have needed. Mm-hmm. Everybody is up to here right now with stress. So we've got shorter fuses, a lot more interpersonal conflict, a lot more more just challenges in general, and a lot more need for compassion and empathy than we've ever had before. And now those who know me, I'm not a naturally empathetic person. I'm better way makes sense. Uh, you know, I'm not a trust. And, 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 so for, do it but, now and do it better. But in the, in, over this course of the year in supporting leadership teams, that is the, this, the area that I've had to work the most because so much is happening and so many people have been impacted and, when you start recognizing the scope of the impact that we're dealing with here, mm-hmm. it's even more important that you take a moment, take a breath, stay curious longer, and really get to to understand what's happening for the people involved. You know that you know honestly, tools like the Y have been great because they bring those teams closer together. Mm-hmm. They create, but they start pulling down some of the walls and creating trust, so you can have those conversations in a better way. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Um, so, are your teams that you're working with are they still working together? Are they working virtual? What's that look like? Both. Both. And the ones that are virtual, a lot of them are struggling because they want the human contact again. Mm-hmm. So we find ways to make more and more and more contact remotely. The ones that, and the ones that are in person, yes, they get some contact, but everyone wants to get to their back to their cultural rituals, you know, their group, the group lunches and stuff like that, that they just can't do at this point. Mm-hmm. It's a interesting and challenging time that's transforming the way we think about everything. And that is actually not a bad thing. We got, went a long way in the, in the old regime and, I know a lot of people are more about what, how do we make deeper connections at work now? Bringing things back to purpose, bringing things back to supporting each other and creating really powerful teams, um, bringing the human element back into business more and more. Mm-hmm. And those companies, they excite me. That's so much fun to play with and, and to help build and how to create really um, human-centric businesses. And, and I think a lot of people as business owners, you know, no matter what size of the company, they all want a better culture, right? And so that's what we're really talking about. And if they can figure out better ways that are going to be also, you know, the bottom line budget, if you can reduce the cost of turnover and really keep people happier and bonded and understand communication, that's the key. So here you go. I'm going to bring up your LinkedIn profile real quick. um, Because I love this because we were talking about this earlier. Oh, let me get this. Hey, it's Dan. Hey, Dan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, um, yeah, so you were telling me about the top of this LinkedIn. And I and so I love this. I'm going to click this on. And I'd love for you to kind of walk us through what this actually means when we go to your LinkedIn profile and we see this. So this is adapted from a book called Story Brand by Donald Miller. And Donald Miller is this amazing marketing guru. And his 
viewpoint is incredibly simple. The consultant, the service provider, the coach in my case is not the hero of your marketing. The, the person you're supporting and serving is always the hero. And this is the hero's journey. So it starts off with that leader who need, or business owner who needs help. And they know they need help. They want to achieve something big. I love dreamers, by the way. I love the guy who looks like in 10 years, I'd love to be able to do this. And if it's almost impossible, that's when it's more fun. Mm-hmm. Now, the natural thing as a consultant is to jump and say, I can help you do that. And the cape comes out and the mask comes on and you are the hero. But in reality, the way to look at it is that you shouldn't be the hero. You are not Luke Skywalker. I am definitely not Luke Skywalker. I, I'm, my role is that of Yoda. It's being the guide. Because if I go in and tell, tell that business owner, here's what you will do, whose plan is that? Mm-hmm. It's mine, not theirs. I'm almost taking over their dream. And some people want that. Some people want somebody to do it for them. But that doesn't build a great business and a great leadership team. Mm-hmm. The, the Instead, what you want is somebody who's going to give you a framework and guide you along the way. You know, had Gandalf just showed up at the key scenes in Lord of the Rings to help Frodo and the and and the fellowship get to the next step. Mm-hmm. That that guide is is my role. So the, the, we use a framework so that the team can can come together to create a breakthrough leadership team, and then develop their plan to make it happen and get the whole company engaged and excited around that plan and drive them to action. That, and, and in them doing that, it results in finding a better way. Oh, my why ended up on there. Interesting. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Hmm. It's surprising, right? Because oh, totally. you know that you're living your purpose because you see everything that you do revolves around how you add value. Now that's contribute, right? When we would say anything, when I would study the 15 laws of growth with John Maxwell and say, well, law number 15 is how are you going to contribute to the world? How are you going to expand your ideas and create significance? And you can't do that if you don't first start with what your purpose is to put that together. And how do you bring that to life? Mm -hmm. So your better way is by doing this through making sense and simplifying the process for people. And as we were talking before the session, you know, I love to thinking about the why operating system as a layer below purpose, because mm-hmm. it's the way you're wired. It's the gift you have. Mine is better way, makes sense, simplify. It allows me to live my purpose, which is, I call it creating aha moments. I'm a teacher at heart. I love that moment. The eyes light up. They get it. It's theirs. They're ready to fly with it. Mm-hmm. And, and I do that through better way makes sense simplify, mm-hmm. you know, so it, for me that, that, that linkage works really, really well. Well, it, it is so important because, you know, you and I've experienced this so much and I think it's, it is, I say like the light switch, but it is like the light switch. It is, there's been a dark room and maybe you've thought, well, I can see in here because my eyes have adjusted, mm-hmm. right? But then when the light comes on. 
it is completely a different world. Yep. <laughs> it's complete. Like it's so bright. I need my sunglasses. Wait, I can't do this. Um, yet all these things just start coming at you. And I think because I'm a challenge, I think, Oh my gosh, I, now I can go outside of the lines. I can go outside of the darkness and create everything that I had seen, but I didn't know how to touch it. Like it was right there. I just couldn't reach it. So, um, that's why I'm, I'm just so excited about it. And, um, anyway, I love having you on because these discussions are really important because when we're helping individuals and businesses, any size, like this is scalable to any size team mm -hmm. and, and it's very simple, digestible and can be done pretty quickly in a workshop uh, to be able to say, now what are the next action steps to then implement? You know, and one of the, so like one of the team, the companies I worked with, we did it all virtual for started, which was great. Um, and we used breakout rooms. So I taught the concept. Everyone went and pulled out the app and did their, their why, and then breakout rooms with their teammates to discuss that and start to put together the basics of their matrix. And then we did the the what or the how and the what, and they did the same thing. And then discuss as a group how these apply mm -hmm. and how it applies to the things you love to do, the things you hate to do, your communication styles, how people can break your bad cycle habits because you've never known a mastery who will spend 400 years just trying to figure out one thing and not get anything else important done. <laughs> um, but to be able to, to get the social contract at the same time from that person saying, yeah, this is a good way to help me get through that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Hey, are you ready to help me spin the wheel? Let's spin the wheel. Okay. So for those of you that haven't joined us before, we do the why wheel. Oh, yes. I love it. The hat. All right. Okay. Um, so anyone that's joined me on social media platforms, if you have subscribed to my new website, if you have... Um, I don't know, invited people to the new website. If you have downloaded the audiobook, whatever the case, uh, you are on still on the Y wheel. So we are spinning it down here. Let me um, let me get to it because I am going to have Mr. Mike count us down. And here are the names that are still on here. So we have Danola, Lynn, Victor, James, Jeff, Heather, Jamal, Natalie, and Mary. So um, whenever you are ready, Mr. Sombrero. Oh, so I just what, count down from count down whatever you want. <laughs> I think we'll probably do from three. You're going to start the spin? Yeah, I will as soon as you tell me to go. Awesome. Okay. So, so what, I count down to go or count down to stop? Count down to go. Okay. Three, two, one. Do you know about the Y Institute? The Y Institute was founded by Gary Sanchez and inspired by Simon Sinek. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake, founder of Everyday Leaders Professional Coaching and Consulting, and as the first certified associate agent in the United States with the Y Institute, now Everyday Leaders can help you discover your why. Go to everydayleaders.com and take your why assessment today. Discovering your why is the essential first step of being an everyday leader. Everyday leaders know their why and live their why. Discover your why. Find out more at everydayleaders.com. That's everydayleaders.com. Go.
Are you going to sing for us? <laughs> I I really don't do that. You, you would lose all your followers. Mary! Yay! Welcome. Mary Leone. She's going to be so excited. Two women tonight. That's been awesome. That is really fun. Thank you for helping us do that. No problem. That's an awesome idea. The wheel of why. I love it. Isn't it fun? <laughs> if I could do this for everything, I'd be like. <laughs> That'd make decision making easy, wouldn't it? I know. It's if you're a simple person, then you could put everything on your why wheel and just say, what kind of cereal do I want for breakfast this morning? I was, was going to say that that's, that's the perfect for dinner when you can't, you know, better way can't make a decision on dinner. I just spin the wheel. I'm having burritos again. Okay. <laughs> I can get some burrito. It's all good. Because you know why? Because it would make sense <laughs> and it would keep it simple for you. It's going to be one of those calls. Okay. <laughs> seriously but you know so mary leone she's gonna be so excited because she has been i met her on linkedin mm -hmm. let me tell you the power of linkedin people have said clubhouse and tiktok and we've been talking about this a lot so i have to i have to bring this up because it's the platform that you feel like it connects to your why Right. <laughs> so, so I think it's really important to talk about this because social media, everybody's trying to fit into that shiny object syndrome for whatever their why is, whatever their why is. And, and I would think for me being a challenger, like I need to be on all these new platforms. But what I found is when I discovered my why, why I don't really care <laughs> is because it's a lot of noise. Yes. And, and so I'm trying to challenge my beliefs in where I am today, the things that I'm doing and creating and building versus switching off from one thing to the other that I, I don't even know the value of it yet. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it's all so new. Um, just like the vaccine, we've been talking about that. <laughs> Do you wear your mask? Don't you wear your mask? What's your, what's your opinion on these social media platforms? Social media in general. Um, is about human to human engagement and it's about creating relationships. Um, so finding the right platform for you is very, very important because it has to have the right people you want to have relationships with the right way of, of communicating with them. And it has to have the longevity mm -hmm. because you don't create relationships in a one hour, um, chat session. You don't create a relationship in a one minute video. You create relationships over time. And, you know, one of my uh, colleagues and friends on, on LinkedIn, you know, he's, he's Captain Awesome. He runs the, the Positivity Brigade, where, where his whole purpose is to, to bring positivity through social media on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. He told me that it took him almost 18 months of constant work on LinkedIn to truly get a massive amount of value back from the platform. Today, it's transformed his business. Mm. You know, it's everything for him. But it took 18 months of half an hour to an hour a day, not going out and trying to sell a single thing, but going out and making relationship after relationship and bringing value to all of these people. Mm -hmm. Today, you know, he swears by it. Mm -hmm. So I look at the different... Um, social media venture of the month. And when I, I look at how it's going to fit for me for longevity, 
I mean, really, this is not a face for video every <laughs> single day. Come on, Mike. <laughs> and it's pro and it's not a voice for audio either. <laughs> I was designed for silent movies in some ways. <laughs> um, but or put that hat back on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the hat or the mask at this point? <laughs> um, so for me, it's like which one fits into my into my lifestyle, into my business, and into the way I want to develop relationships. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn has been the best one for me. You know, I know a lot of people enjoying Clubhouse. I can't put an hour into sitting into an audio chat. I just mm -hmm. don't have the time for it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to put the time in, you're not going to end up be getting the value back out of it. Right. I, I, I'm so glad that you walked through that because that's exactly how we need to be thinking about this, you know, and, and I have so many people that are just like, Hey, get on TikTok and get on this. And, and, you know, how many on Instagram and when, when do you go there? And I'm like, it is just so much, even when you have somebody that's uh, working with you as a virtual assistant, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think you have to identify your audience first. Where are you, where are you living? Where do you want to add the most value? And then what kind of impact can you have if you really focus in with a rifle instead of just kind of spraying all over the place? And mm -hmm. so I want to encourage people to really think about their strategy on that because I think it's important. And I think you show up authentic when you do that. And, um, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever platform that is, I just think it's a really hot topic that we should be discussing uh, because there's a lot of distraction, a lot of noise. And, and I think with covid changing people going back to kind of semi-normal um there's going to be some disconnect of relationships right that have been formed mm -hmm. because there's so much noise so you brought up a very interesting little nugget right in the middle there that people miss show up authentic you know and the one thing with social media for many 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 people is it's not about authenticity mm -hmm. it's about showing a facade and I've seen so many leaders on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, they're showing this facade of greatness. And that's all they show. And people don't connect with that. It actually, I mean, think about what that does to your subconscious. So they've talked about the dangers of social media for a long time in that way. One of the things I've found, and, and my friend, you know, Captain Awesome, he discovered, is the more that you are 100%, you know, 100% you, the, the more that you get value out of the platform. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned virtual assistant. Virtual assistant is great for going and putting out your expertise content. Mm -hmm. So Thursday, I post up a link from some important article. I have a database that I put together. My VA can do that for me. It's fantastic. She goes and takes my notes and writes a little story to go with it. Boom, boom. Um, and realistically, I actually do it myself, but she could do it. But on Tuesday, when I talk about some of the, the challenges I'm going through, you can't let uh, other people can't do that. Mm -hmm. and people connect with that personal side. You know, I the great comment that I heard was, you know, people don't buy a framework in my world; they buy a coach, mm -hmm. and the coach is all about the relationship, the person they want to work with, as long as they have the tools and framework to take them to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. So you have to be you first, 100% authentic. You know, I love the fact that I, when I see you on social media, there's a laugh there every time. 
And that makes me want to spend time with you. <laughs> there it is. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing, right? If you're not you, you don't know how to be anybody else. You should just try to be yourself. And yes. whatever that looks like, I mean, nobody's perfect. And sometimes, you know, we, we do things crazy and we say, well, we want to try something that looks different. Mm-hmm. And that's my challenge coming out, by the way. <laughs> I got no problem with that at all. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? You can forgive yourself. If you're doing it on somebody else's standards, you're always comparing your life to like, well, it didn't look this way and it wasn't perfect. And mm-hmm. that person wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't accept me because I didn't do it their way. And, and so I, I, I say, who cares? Like, stop that conversation in your head and stop being fearful of trying to be yourself because here you go, right? I'm in the 30 days of videos challenge with Rob House and, and yeah. Wilton Rogers, and we've been having so much fun with it. Now I'm guilty because that's a lot of time too. committing yes. to doing video content that you think is purposeful, right? I could get on and say, Hey, I, I got up at seven o'clock and I'm doing the Bible study again for 575 days, you know, mm-hmm. But I think, well, there's other things. Some people are putting amazing content together about their systems and their structures. And I'm I'm not very structured. So for me, what am I going to talk about? So I've been trying to do creative things like, you know, launching, relaunching my website, doing drawings, or I'm going to have this person on, going to have Mike Knapp on tomorrow night, you know, come and watch us. Those kinds of things I think are helpful. They give people something to follow mm-hmm. and look forward to. And, uh, and so I, again, it's, you know, getting your content together so that it has value and that your audience that you're serving can actually connect to you on a deeper level. Uh, they can feel what you're doing. I, Wilton had a post and I think it had over 10,000 views. Now it wasn't about business. It wasn't about his rapid, you know, transfer automation. He's going to kill me because I didn't say that right. Uh, <laughs> but the thing, the point is, he and his family took a walk through a park. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was a normal family taking a walk through a park. And it got all these amazing views because people want to connect to normalcy again. Right? <laughs> I'm not on Zoom. You're out, you're, you don't have a mask on, you're with your family. It's the excitement that people want to feel that. So uh, I want to encourage people, just do that kind of stuff. Like we want to see you in your natural state, not completely natural, <laughs> but doing things that you love to do. Let's mm-hmm. see you, right? You know, my video work is designed to be me. Plain and simple. And most of it is in the park behind my house, filmed on my phone um, with all the random stuff that happens in my life, like right this moment, all the random stuff that happens. And it's just who I am. And I've had, uh, you know, other leaders and whatnot be like, it's like sitting in the room with you. They connect with you that way, not with the image you project, but with you. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the most important things. That's the whole point of video. The video, you can, I can convey the content faster and easier with text or with a picture, but, that, but you want them to connect with the authentic you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And here's one of my favorite quotes that I love. We talk about this every day, but how you do one thing is how you do everything. 
And uh, it's really, really important to think about during this time as we transfer back into what maybe look a little bit different, maybe having a little more social contact, but thinking about why we do what we do every single day and not letting the noise influence our decisions. And so staying true to that voice and staying true to that real, real purposeful um, process and uh, just stay core, stay, stay in your core focus because <laughs> it, um, I think it's going to change. I think it's going to change for a lot of people. And, um, and so I'm just trying to encourage people to get prepared, start journaling about the things that you're afraid of. Mm. I went back out and I almost panicked the other day. The, um, we have the March madness here in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. right? We went downtown we wanted to check out the old Coca-Cola bottling company that has been transformed into a hotel. It's cool. gorgeous. And they had monitors and screens up for the, the March Madness and the games. There were hundreds of people without masks. And I noticed that I got really fearful walking through those crowds. And mm -hmm. like, I want to go on the other side. I don't want to be around them because, again, we don't know what we don't know. And, uh, and so I felt a little panic, right. And, and I love people. I just did not feel like I should be there. And that's just, that feels icky you know, that you don't feel like you can do normal things yet. So, so uh, yeah, this is a, it's a, it's a, I won't say novel. That's just such a overused word. It is definitely not unprecedented, but it's a new experience for this generation having this level of uncertainty and of risk. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you believe or not, but the, the amount of challenge that the, the society is having right now. Remember I mentioned teams are up to here. Yeah. Everybody's up to here right now. So March Madness is a great way to blow off steam, feel a little bit normal again, everything else. And but at the same time, it's a it's another chance, another time where stress is going to start coming up again. Mm -hmm. And as we go get back to normal, you have to recognize that while you might be one hundred percent comfortable and off with the mask, and you're done, you're you're happy, you've had your double your two pokes. The person beside you may not be in that place yet, mm -hmm. and you have to connect and be empathetic to them as well. And that is what creates great communities in society. Being able to actually look at them and go, this isn't about me. I'm comfortable, but they're not. How do I support them? How do I elevate everyone around me? And then, and then being that change. And unfortunately, it somehow got okay over the last year or two or three to be the opposite of that, mm -hmm. to, to separate are, and just and tear down our communities based on the differences instead of recognizing them and bringing them back, lifting them back up. So hopefully with a little bit of reset to normality, there'll be some simmering down a little bit and we can start getting back to building the powerful communities that we have and, and really creating great things together again. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. That's the goal. I'm also looking forward to not wearing a mask, but you know, that that'll come. It'll come. Come on. Come on. You'll It'll never come. have another time in your life where it's okay to go into the bank with a big black mask over your face. <laughs> 
you might as well take advantage of it. <laughs> oh, you're so fun. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, I've used that dad joke far too many times and people are just getting tired of it. <laughs> well, you know, you heard it here first. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mike, um, you're awesome. You are so much fun. I'm so glad that we connected. I'm so happy that we are uh, in line with being Y coaches because it really just does clarify so much in the world. And I think, you know, people that haven't experienced this yet, they really need to get a hold of either of us and, and figure that out, um, especially for if they're having teams, corporate events, and to be able to reach out to you and and have you lead them through that because it's uh, it really can make a big difference especially as this transition is happening and you're getting your teams back together and you need to start thinking about who is the right fit? How do we make a big difference? What's the one person that could make a big impact? And you might be able to figure that out a lot faster than just um, by, <laughs> you know, attrition. So <laughs> consider this transition a chance to reboot. Exactly. And if you're rebooting, the first thing you want to do is take that team, get them connected, get them to understand each other better get over any of the unconscious biases because you don't understand each other and then build something great. So that first step, the always the first step is to understand your why. Understand your why. All right. You heard it here first. Reach out to us, see if we can help you in your journey. And Mike, thank you so much for helping us tonight with spinning of the wheel, helping us dive down deep into your why which again, I'm going to put on here because you are awesome. You are better way, make sense and simplify. And that is a great why to have in, in the world because you really help us um, just do things better. So, and you, you know what? I need, I need challengers in my life too. <laughs> my, one of my favorite uh, coaches that I work with is a hundred percent challenge. And I'll come up with my better way and she'll say, well, what about such and such? It's like, don't have to go it's away, work through the challenge and come up with another better way. It's only a better way in the lines. right? <laughs> Break outside of that. Exactly. No, no, it's fun. It's awesome. And I am, I am just so grateful to spend time with you. And uh, you make me think of so many great things that we're going to implement now next. So I appreciate okay. you. Thank you. This was hugely fun. I mean, I don't know. We might have had more laughs in the pre-session, though. Next time, we may have to open that one up and just completely be crazy. That's on the blooper reel. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. I'll see you at the Y training maybe here in a couple of weeks. But um, thanks for all you do. Sounds fantastic. And thank you for the invite. This was fantastic. Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.